Welcome to Retro Reality, a weekly podcast recapping your favorite reality TV shows and iconic reality moments from Bravo, MTV, and more. Hosted by friends, soulmates, and sisters, Annie and Erin, who have been obsessed with and bonding over Bravo and other reality avenues their whole lives. So don't be all uncool and hop in the family van with us as we go on a wild ride of iconic seasons, cringy AF moments, and delusional reality stars. New episodes out every Throwback Thursday. Okay. Episode Episode four. Episode four, season one, is called Talk, Talk, Talk. Um, I don't remember what that's about. Do you? I could I couldn't tell you. I'm looking at my notes and it doesn't. I don't I don't understand. You don't see talk 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 on there? No, no. Um it aired. It aired April 11th, 2006, and it is described as Kimberly and Scott go house hunting with Gina. Shane takes a liking to Joe, of course. Of course. Lori has problems with her 16-year-old son. (gasps) Again? (laughs) (laughs) Vicky and her husband have an argument over Brianna. And that's all she wrote. That's all Wikipedia wrote. I don't remember the fight over Brianna. Um, I don't either. I don't remember a lot of things in this episode, apparently, because I also don't remember Kimberly and Scott going house hunting with Gina. Yes, but I remember because <laughs> they're like looking at a house and Gina says, some, or it's like $100,000 over their budget, which I don't really fully understand home budgets. Like, if you can afford a $250,000 house, could you afford a $350,000 house? Unclear to me. But so theirs is like well over the budget. And she's like, okay, I know this one is over the budget, but like, I know you guys can afford it, <laughs> which is why she is the best realtor in Orange County because she forces people <laughs> into homes that are out of their budget. You hear that, Slade? That's how you become number one. <laughs> Is Slade a real a, in real estate? I swear he is. Okay, I thought he was too, but then like I start we were talking about like um, insurance, and I got confused. No, Slade's not an in- insurance boy. He, right. I'm pretty sure he's real estate. I could look it up, but I love saying things that are potentially not true. <laughs> right, and because like, I don't think like whatever he did in this episode is not what he's doing now he's like gretchen's manager now he's a manager and like doesn't he no i'm not gonna say it that's that's for season two can we pause for a second yeah that's what happens when we live in a one bedroom (laughs) with no walls that go all the way up Jacob has to take a phone call. We have to stop recording. Oh, yeah. Does he need us to stop? No, he said if whoever calls him back, he'll just go out in the hall. Oh, sorry, Jacob. Uh, I've been taking like my therapy appointments in the car. Oh, that's kind of nice. Actually, you could lay down. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. 
Okay, wait. Speaking okay, we of are recording. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. <laughs> Just <Talk> space. <laughs> but really, I'd be um, interested. So I don't really remember the Gina selling the house, but I, I do remember. Oh, or them looking at houses. I was going to say, I don't think they liked the one that she showed them. I do remember, though, one of the first things that Gina does for the entire season, and that is throw a party, (laughs) a barbecue in her backyard. It's one of the first times I think that Gina tries to be the housewife so that Shane can't. Yeah, this is the first time she's really stepped into her role. And taking it away from Shane. Because even though he is present at this party and says some weird things about Joe at this party, <laughs> it is Gina. Gina really is party. the one that's like, she's hosting it. She's talking about her guests behind their backs. She really steps into her role as a real housewife. Classic in this, housewife. And this barbecue, this outside barbecue. Um, I thought it was weird that they kept saying that Slade and Joe were sitting at the kids' table when really they were just ignoring them. Yeah, they were just at a table. (laughs) (laughs) They were just by themselves and then they, oh, are you at the kids' table all by yourself over there? Mm. I think they're just like taking advantage of the fact that Joe's a lot younger than Slade and they're trying to make fun of her for it. But I really don't think Joe gets it. (laughs) No, she like... Or feels weird about it. Is unaware that people think it's weird how much younger she is. I she, also thought it was weird that they... Tr- <laughs> she doesn't care that she's younger she really than everyone else. I love that for her. I thought it was weird that they were acting like Shane and Joe hadn't met before. I don't know about you. Like, yeah. she was talking about, like, when Shane came over and was like shooting the rabbits. I wonder if these things happened out of order or something. Because yeah. she was like talking about him like, oh, the that's the rabbit guy. Like he hadn't already come over and tried to kill the rabbits in your front yard. Do you know what I mean? But he does say some like weird things about her, like that Slade is like keeping her away from everybody and like oh. keeping him keeping her to himself and he says this to his mom yeah i thought that was really creepy that like gina was like letting shane talk so negatively about slade and like slade and joe's relationship it was almost like giving shane the opportunity to imagine himself with joe and i thought that was kind of weird because it's like I don't care if like Joe's closer in age to Shane than he is than she is to Slade. Like she's still engaged to the man and you like letting your son fantasize that like you would be a better boyfriend. Like that's kind of weird. Yeah, especially because he's a teenager. Even though I do love Gina, I thought that was like weird that she wasn't like, okay, that's enough, son yeah well she she never does that with her kids she never tells them that's enough no so she does not. now that we're thinking about it it doesn't surprise me <laughs> i guess that does make sense 
in this episode, they go to Vicky, Don, Michael, and his friends go to Lake Havasu, which we see them do in several seasons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I thought it was really funny because Vicky wanted Brianna to quit her job <laughs> so she could go to the lake trip. <laughs> When it's she's like- been fighting with Michael <laughs> all summer long about getting a job. Right. She's, she's like, I just loved it. It was like, I feel like it's something that my dad would have wanted me to do in yeah. like at that same age. Like it's the last summer before you go off to college. Like just quit your job and come to the lake with us. <laughs> I also now remember that the reason they were fighting was over Brianna coming on the trip or not. That's why oh. Vicky and Don got in the argument was over Brianna. And I also remember um, Michael and his friend packing the back <laughs> of the car and how Vicky was like, Michael, when you're a dad, you're going to have to learn how to do this yourself. And I don't know why I just was like, that's the most Vicky thing I've ever heard in my entire life. And then Don was pissed when he had to come back out. Who did this? (laughs) They had like cases of beer on top of like inflatables on top of like bread. (laughs) And Michael's the epitome of Michael. And he's like, I just don't care. Oh my God. He doesn't care about anything. We have not even talked about him. This like whole. You know what? If he doesn't care, I don't care. Right. He is pretty annoying. He's just like, uh, yeah, I do. I, mom's gonna pay for it. Uh, like, uh, I have delivered one pizza all summer, so I have had a job, and now I deserve this lake trip. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do love Vicky at Lake Havasu. I think it is the most pure form of a Vicky Gungleson is mm-hmm. when she's at the lake. Yeah. On vacation. Yeah, she goes on later to say that, like, she really feels her most true self at like Havasu and like later seasons. And I see that even in like this first experience of her and like Havasu. And like, um, didn't they get, didn't they get like the police called on them like while they're on the boat or something? So they describe it as there's like, uh, kind of like license plates on boats and so one of the numbers of their like quote-unquote license plates gets like scraped off or comes off somehow and so they get pulled over by the boat police <laughs> Jacob told me the correct term for boat police water patrol and mm-hmm. so they Thank have to do like a full safety inspection of the boat because Don can't find the fire extinguisher they have to make sure they have all the life jackets <laughs> And all that so and so Vicky's like trying to flirt with, with the water patrol. Like, you guys want a beer? Oh my god, he and they are not having it. Like, <laughs> they don't find her cute or funny. And Don is just like so mad that Vicky is like messing around with the police. Like he and, and Don was drinking. Like we see him like have a corona like in the cup yeah. holder while he's boating, which is not a good idea, especially when you're being filmed. <laughs> We're boat girls. We know this stuff. (laughs) We go to the lake once a year. We go to the lake, yeah. 
we know um I yeah I thought that was funny I think that's so Vicky like flirting in times of distress she is like what is that um saying a damsel in distress oh yeah vicky is the epitome <laughs> of a damsel in distress she's always in distress yeah and she's always like flirting her way out of it she wants um, to be so safe. i really That's like I, her whole personality mm-hmm. i really actually enjoyed watching her at like havasu like for the not for the first time obviously but like the first time on film because it really becomes a huge point of reference for her like as a real housewife I would say yeah some of the other times that they like go to the lake it's like raunchy not like what Vicky is doing but like they show some like yeah when they go to like the like water bars and stuff yes yeah like very like like those arcs but probably worse (laughs) If you guys don't know what Lake of the Ozarks is, you can watch the show Ozark. <laughs> that's exactly that's what it where, looks like. <laughs> that's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> and we're not kidding. <laughs> I'm totally not kidding. Um, that was probably my favorite part of the... Oh my gosh. Okay. This is... I was going to say my favorite part was when they were getting pulled over. But my real favorite part... Mm-hmm. <laughs> is Kimberly's son, who I also did not write his name down, we'll just never know what his name is, is having I just a... read it. Travis. Travis. His name is Travis, everyone. <laughs> he, like, emails us. My name is Travis Kimberly, and I am a, a real estate agent. <laughs> but he's having a birthday party, and Bianca is a such a good big sister, and she's, like, work in the birthday party pretty much and she mm-hmm. <laughs> she goes up to her bedroom and finds that all of her brother's friends have broken into her bra drawer and have like scattered mm-hmm. them <laughs> across the room <laughs> this i i don't have younger siblings neither does annie but i can just tell that like no. i wouldn't enjoy it <laughs> i never asked for more siblings personally yeah We've got nieces and nephews. We don't oh. need younger siblings. All my friends growing up said, oh, I always wanted another sibling. And I was like, you wanted what? <laughs> Why? <You said> what? <laughs> I do think that this is the first time that they show Travis in a positive light. I mean, they don't really show him a lot anyways. But yeah, it's like the first time where they celebrate the fact that Travis is alive and a part of the family. <laughs> I mean, and this is like the first time I learned what his name is because yeah, before then we're not we're not really talking about Travis very much. The only other thing I remember happening in this episode, there's actually two more things we didn't talk about: Joe and Slade and the sexy new assistant. Oh yeah, the sexual harassment. She's like on the golf course with them. She like answers Slade's phone. She's like with all the the bros of the insurance slash real estate. Unclear. <laughs> and Slade says something like, "Grab my balls," referring to the golf balls, but being nasty and it pisses me yeah. off. And it's not like the only thing he says. 
all of his friends say some weird shit too and it's just like gross yuck i thought it was also like really weird that joe is trying to make her own money because she's being controlled by a man and so she like decides to go back to work and slade's only way he can react to it is to make her feel uncomfortable by like adding someone into his life that he know is going to intimidate joe and like we already said that joe and slade's relationship started to end whenever he called her dumb Mm -hmm. but if you thought it was going up by hiring the sexy assistant to ignore your wife it definitely wasn't fiance so sorry oh fiance yeah doesn't she like doesn't he tell her like don't take joe's calls or something like that like don't let joe talk to me am i making that up i don't remember i feel like i would have wrote that down but i mean it would not surprise me if he said that maybe like while he was golfing he was like don't answer yeah it was like don't let anyone like she he didn't like want anyone to talk to him he like only wanted to talk to the assistant oh because wasn't like joe at lunch with kimberly and her friends now i don't know maybe that's a different episode there is a time there is a time that she goes out to dinner is there oh my god i don't know (laughs) let's just ignore everything i just said um oh Oh, okay go ahead oh i was gonna say i thought this was really sweet matt gina's husband is like in an interview and they're talking this is like when they're at that barbecue for gina's Mm -hmm. clients and so he like is in an interview and he calls Gina a powerhouse like with her job and I just thought that was really sweet because we never see him be nice to anyone but he calls her a powerhouse and I was just like oh yeah I agree that that's like really cute like you don't hear Matt talk very often and the other times that we heard him talk it was kind of negative so to see that like he still respects Gina and like they have a valuable relationship is like cute because you don't really know a lot about her life except for what her kids are doing and that she was in playboy and then she was in playboy and then she's a mom <laughs> um, and now, so uh, the, real estate agent. the only other thing that i remember from this episode is that ashley Lori's daughter her car disappears yeah <laughs> and she can't figure out why <laughs> and they like do they call the police like thinking that it's been stolen only to find out she didn't pay yes she right yes accurate i said ashley's car is repoed she didn't pay the down payment and so now she thought she had paid it because she had the money at the time now she has spent that money and now she can't get her car back because she can't before the down payment Lori doesn't want to help but then she can't like then she'll have to drive her everywhere like I feel like parents go through that like once your kid is like in upper like high school junior high area and they have like all these extra activities it's like I don't want to buy them a car I don't have the money to buy them a car but if I don't I'm just going to be a taxi service yeah no and I thought I was like 
interesting too because now she can't go to work <laughs> because she doesn't have a car but she needs to go to work because that's the only way she can get her car back yeah and the whole time she's dealing Vicious with the circle. fact that like her son is still in juvie because that's like when his um, juvie time got extended and oh, that's yeah. like the whole time I'm just thinking about how every single thing that's going on in Lori's life is like absolutely crazy she I really think she even, she even goes out life. to like drinks with a friend right and she's like disclosing all this information and her friend's like you have got to let your kids figure out their lives. Yeah, it's like you are inserting yourself into this like a good mom probably should, but God, it's a lot. I thought that was actually really like good advice when it was like at some point like you got to let your kids figure their like stuff out. Again, you and I don't have kids, but yeah. I thought it was probably nice to have someone's friend just be like, your kids' problems are not necessarily your problems and you don't have to fix them all. Her friend Lorelai, who also goes to all the Playboy parties with her. Uh-huh. <laughs> they have that, like, we'll probably get to it, but they have that, like, photo shoot on the beach. They take pictures of each other in bikinis so they can get into the Playboy mansion. <laughs> I know. I can't even remember... I can't even remember which episode that is, but I love, I literally love that. It might've been this episode, actually. They're hot. They literally were so cute. Yeah, that's really it for episode four. Like, not a whole lot happens. Eh. It's just like mid-season, so there's like, and it's so like, in all the other seasons of Housewives, we always have that like climax moment where like, Erica Jane is divorcing her husband. He's <laughs> his house is getting burgled. And, you know, we always have that stuff that we're looking forward to. And for this, we don't have things to look forward to. I really think that that's probably the struggle with season one is that by the time they interact with each other, which is like now season four, they're just not really interacting with each other and not even that much. It's like, yeah. Joe's talking to each housewife individually. Um, she, I don't think she ever talks to Vicky. Maybe. I don't know. But it's just like they don't even know each other. Yeah. So I think that that's like what's hard is just knowing that like there's never going to be any dr drama between the two of them or between any of them. It's just mm -hmm. the drama of their own lives, which just aren't that interesting yet. Yeah, because they're not reality stars yet. Yet. Okay, let's finish this off with a game. Okay, so this game, I was trying to find one that was just like a little different, a little Watch What Happens Live-esque, and I was listening to Brian Moylan's Christmas podcast, very specific, mm -hmm. and he did one that was like for Christmas presents, and so I just decided to change it to birthday presents. So basically, we're going to go through the Orange County Housewives and okay. you tell them what you tell me what you would get them for their birthday. And it, can, it doesn't have to be like 
uh, a sweater. It could be something funny. Okay. And either you can do all of the housewives or you can do three and I'll do the others. Okay. I don't care. Let's, let's do, let's each do three. Okay. Okay. Annie, if you were getting Lori, Queen Lori, a birthday present, what would it be? Queen Lori would be getting a new horse. A horse? <laughs> Did she ever talk about horses on the show? Yes. <laughs> she is a big fan of riding horses. Wait, do I just not remember this or are you making it up? She's a huge fan of riding horses. Okay. Or I'm looking at your face and I feel like you're lying to me. My second backup for Queen Lori. Um, for Queen Lori, I think realistically, I would get her a new car because I feel like it would just allow her to run in different circles. And then whenever her daughter's car gets repoed, she could give her car, her daughter, her old car. I don't know. I think a horse, actually. Yeah, that's a good one. If if you can afford to give her a horse, that's very kind of you. (laughs) Oh, I thought my budget was unlimited. It is. It's whatever you want. We can do whatever we want in this world. Because like, if I'm buying them something out of my budget, it's a candle. Yeah. Like, or a scarf. All of them. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe she should get like a new Chanel bag, Lori. Ooh, yeah. Or like, um, my first thought was like new luggage since she lost hers in New Orleans on that. Oh my god, Mickey. you're so much funnier than me. <laughs> Why didn't you give yourself that one? I just thought of it. I can go first on the second one, and then you can think of something funny. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, the, the next one I'm going to go into is Gina. I'll think of something for her, and then you can you can, you okay. can think on it. For Gina. Okay, Aaron, what are you going to buy Gina for her birthday? Her birthday. Her birthday. My God, what do you get the lady who has everything? Mm, right. Probably, like, a, I don't know if these exist, but, like, maybe, like, a companion pass. I don't know if you can buy one for some airlines so her and Shane can travel together forever (laughs) since she's so obsessed with him and his baseball career I know what I would get Gina for her birthday and it is one of those child harnesses with a (laughs) leash on it so that she never has to let Shane go see it's easy to go second (laughs) it is idea sparked my idea that is so funny (laughs) i want him in like one of those papooses Mm -hmm. like the the scarf that you wrap around yourself and your baby yeah (laughs) she can carry him around god that's she already does she does she carries the whole family on her back honestly she does and he carries the whole show (laughs) yeah (laughs) the number one housewife Okay, number three, let's go with Miss Vicky. What are you getting well, her that's for her birthday? So, I like, can I quote another season? Sure. 
For Miss Vicky, I would be buying her a family van. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah. That's like probably my favorite Vicky line. Me too. Except I love, love, love when she's yelling at, uh, I think it's Tamara. It's got to be Tamara. And she goes, you were supposed to be my friend, my soulmate, my sister. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good or like for vicky i'd buy her just like a lounge chair for her backyard because we all know that that is the spot to be yeah just something something for the pool you know to make her experience more enjoyable but first off family band what i would buy her if we're gonna dip into other seasons (laughs) is more printer ink because Brooks used all of her printer ink to print out all of his fake medical records. That too. Because <laughs> she can't afford the printer ink herself. No, no she can't. It's no, very she can't. Very expensive. Okay. On to Kimberly. I'll go okay. first if you want me to. Yeah, Aaron, when are you going to buy Kimberly? Ooh. God. Kimberly Bryant. It's hard because she only had one season. So it's like, I only know her from the season. So I got to think on my feet here. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe like, I don't remember if she actually does this when they go on their girl's trip. Maybe like a pack of cigarettes. Like it seemed like she was just like dancing and drinking the night away that she would be like smoking some cigs yeah it could really like elevate her experience yeah (laughs) there's probably a much better answer to this (laughs) and Um, you have it for kimberly i'm just gonna go ahead and get her a gift card to the plastic surgeons yeah because not in a bad way like she looks good but we know she's there all the time yeah, or another belly button ring. Doesn't she have her belly button pierced? Oh, for sure. A belly mm-hmm. button ring, like a nice bougie one. Yeah, like a diamond one or like a canary diamond. <laughs> no. A canary diamond belly button ring. No, don't. She can't have a canary diamond. We can take Joe's fake ring, <laughs> turn it into a belly button ring for Kimberly. <laughs> If she doesn't have a belly button ring, she should get one because she's got a flat belly and big old boobs. Yeah, like she would look fire, especially yeah. in early 2000s. Oh, yeah. Get a real dangly one, maybe with like the, ooh, with the Playboy bunny on it. I know that's Lori's thing. Kimberly can get it on it too. Oh, yeah. That's true. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. What? Oh yeah, you said plastic surgeon. Okay. Yeah. Next up, Joe. What are you getting Joe for her birthday? For my girly girl, Joe De La Rosa. I will be getting her a new fiance. (laughs) That's it. We don't have to go any further than that. She needs a new fiance. I'm (laughs) just gonna like. I'm going to set her up with a nice man with a little bit of money, maybe 
closer to her lifestyle. Yeah. And that's my gift to her. There's another gift I would think about giving her, but. You have another one? Like if I had an, if I had to think of another one, it would be a real canary diamond, but Mm. yeah, I can't afford that. (laughs) Yeah. You can help find a man, but you cannot afford a canary diamond. I can buy Lori a new horse, but I cannot buy (laughs) a new canary diamond. (laughs) She doesn't need it. It brings up bad memories anyway. Yeah, she doesn't want it. She doesn't know what it is. Right. She's like, I don't know. We got it at Fashion Island, (laughs) which I still don't know what that is. Still to this day. Okay, for Joe, Joe? I think I'm going to get her some like maybe more like boas. Like those sexy mm. outfits that she wore for Slade, but like completely different ones. But like classy. But better, like cuter. Mm-hmm. And for her new man that you get her. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Or maybe just like her own apartment, like the yeah. information <laughs> for her own place. She can do that. She's got her, she got a job. She was on Housewives for a few seasons. She had yeah. a single of some sort. A smaller car that's not a Hummer. Yeah, that's good. Well, she drove like the, maybe a BMW or something, like a small car yeah, and Slade drove true. that dumbass Hummer. That's true. He was the Hummer guy. Okay. And last but not least, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> the number one I was, like, I was like who's the sixth one <laughs> you got me <laughs> that was good uh well really what are we gonna get shane for his for his birthday i know what i'm getting shane for his birthday tell me later um, i'm gonna be getting shane i'm gonna step it up and get him a shotgun because he's been using a bb gun to right. shoot these rabbits <laughs> for weeks and honestly, I feel like he just needs a shotgun. It could really change his rabbit game. That's pretty good. Terrifying. <laughs> <That's> pretty good. <laughs> I mean, just, I don't co-sign it. But <laughs> he he literally cannot kill these bunnies with a BB gun. It's impossible. And it's all he wants. So just to be the rabbit guy. Mm. Personally, <laughs> no, you have another idea. Yeah, but you go first. What I'm going to give Shane for his, to him for his birthday is a work ethic. But <laughs> killed him. <laughs> what um, was your second one? Was it worth ethic? So, worth ethic? I wish no, so. <laughs> I just thought of something so funny that I'm going to give Shane for his birthday. And it is his own orange. Oh, yes. Excellent. So That's he- a good one. He can be one of the girls. He can stand center in the orange. Center orange. That's yeah. really funny. That was a fun one. I know. I like that game. We can keep it for like a later one. Like a we can do it for different housewives. Yeah, we have to do it for next season on retro reality when we do Real Housewives of New York City. <laughs> Our city gals. Our city gals. I miss them so much. That's all for episode four of the first season of Real Housewives of Orange County. Let's move on to episode five. 
Thanks for listening to Retro Reality. Please rate and subscribe on any and all podcast platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts, where we have a new episode every Throwback Thursday. Follow us on social media at Retro Reality Pod on Twitter and Instagram to gab with us on current reality TV and pop culture. We want to give a shout out to Content Factory for our branding, cover art, and merch, John Sid for our intro music, and Bravo for giving us something to obsess over for the majority of our lives.